0: You're listening to Guitars and Granola Bars, episode 69. Thank you so much for joining me here on Guitars and Granola Bars. I'm your host, Rachel Ramback, and this podcast is for women like me who are balancing a career they love with being a mom. This week, it's just me recording a solo episode for the first time since the beginning of the summer. I'm having so much fun chatting with my co-host, Jamie, And I hope that you've been enjoying our episodes together too. But in today's episode, I want to address a topic that I haven't really talked about much publicly, hence this week's title. The confession I'm about to make is one that I've held back from sharing because honestly, I've been a little scared to, especially amongst my fellow music therapists. I've been putting it off for a while, but I feel like there's no better time In now. I started this podcast because I wanted a place to have honest conversations about the intersection of my professional and personal lives, and that's exactly what today's episode is. So here it is, my big confession. Are you ready? Okay, big breath. Here goes. Clinical work is not my jam. And the even crazier part is that I knew going into this profession that it wouldn't be. 100% truth. What got me super fired up about music therapy before I even stepped foot on the campus of Illinois State University was thinking about all of the music and experiences that I would get to create. And while I've loved and appreciated and learned from every single clinical experience I've had since my first practicum in grad school, I've always known that my path would eventually steer away from clinical work. When I was in school, I thought that maybe I'd be led to teach music therapy at the college level, but after spending two years earning my master's degree, I knew that I was ready to be done with school for a while, if not forever. (laughs) I love learning, and I'm constantly pursuing educational outlets, but at this point, getting a doctoral degree isn't really on my bucket list. It was during my internship that I got completely hooked on the creative aspect of music therapy. I would spend hours at the end of each day writing new songs for my clients, recording them to share with their teachers and parents, and creating visual aids to go with them. That part of the job, to me, was the recharge that I needed after a long day of interacting and being quote-unquote on. I've shared in-depth on my blog all about being an introvert and even created a CMTE course for other introverted music therapists. And although technically it's considered work, I've always thought of those creative opportunities as me time. Early in my career, I devoted practically every Saturday to writing new songs for my students and clients that I could then share with other professionals at Listen and Learn. The entire process was so much fun for me, and it was really when I was able to get into that flow state where you don't even notice the time passing. Truth be told, I didn't have that same experience too often during my music therapy sessions, I always enjoyed working with my clients and seeing their progress, but still, I felt drained at the end of every single day. That feeling was only more compounded as my life became more full. When I added my first baby to the mix, I only had time for the clinical work, which meant that I missed out on the creative sessions that had been my favorite way to get re-energized. And after my daughter was born, I craved that creative outlet so much that I started sacrificing what little sleep I was getting to fit more of it in. And that ended up backfiring big time. The clinical work only became more challenging, and I was stretched so thin and exhausted that I began to resent my job on the really bad days. I wish I could say that I acted on those feelings sooner than later, But the truth is that the status quo remained until my daughter was almost two. When you run a business that other people rely on to support themselves and their families, it can be really scary to put your own needs first. But a few things happened, both at work and at home, that I took as signs from the universe. It was time for a big change. At that point, I stepped down from most of my clinical responsibilities leaving on my plate really just the parts of my job that I absolutely loved, that I felt confident in, and that filled up my cup. They were the things that made me excited to wake up early in the morning that I could do all day long and never feel drained or anxious, and that I didn't feel like I needed to recover from afterwards. For an introvert with two businesses and two young kids, These were all really important factors that I just hadn't made a priority for far too long. At first, I felt a little shame around the fact that I wasn't doing much clinical work anymore. I was experiencing some fraudy feelings in calling myself a music therapist and constantly felt like I had to justify my professional choices. At the same time, though, I was using my music therapy knowledge and experience all day every day, planning and facilitating my early childhood classes, providing supervision to my colleagues, making decisions in my private practice, and then creating resources for other music therapists to use. What I'm doing now doesn't negate all of the years I spent in the clinical setting, which is a fact I have to remind myself of daily. Now that my role as a music therapist has shifted, I honestly feel happier and more fulfilled professionally than ever. It's so exciting to have a hand in serving hundreds of individuals in my community through Music Therapy Connections and hundreds more through the resources I provide at Listen and Learn Music. People always ask if I see myself returning to clinical work someday in the future. And the answer I always give is that I don't know, but I'm definitely open to it. There may come a time when my kids are grown up and I'm ready for more hands-on work, and I'm grateful that I have an outlet for it if that's the case. Now that you've heard my confession and the explanation around it, I would love to know, is this an unpopular viewpoint to have as a music therapist? Have you ever felt like clinical work wasn't your strongest suit? This can be a hard profession at times, but in my experience, it's pretty rare to partake in a conversation like this one. I would love to continue it with you either via email, rachel at listenlearnmusic.com, or if you feel comfortable doing so publicly, on the show notes page at guitarsandgranolabars.com. You can also reach out to me on Instagram at rachelrambach or at listenlearnmusic. I can't thank you enough for listening to this episode, especially, and I hope you'll subscribe to the podcast for all the episodes to come. Let me know what you think, and I hope you have an amazing week. I'll talk to you again soon.